0: Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 39 of West New York Brews. My name is Scott, I'm a homebrewer just outside of Buffalo, New York, and I'm a member of the Das Browers Homebrew Club. On this episode, we are talking about AWOG, and I have a couple of people on here to talk about stewarding. I have Eric Stelrecht, and I have Andy and Mar Urban to talk about their experiences in the past year's uh, stewarding. So, to find out more information as you're listening to this or after if you're driving, go to awog.niagrabrewers.org. A-W-O-G, That's where you're going to find the competition rules, the uh, online registration, the entry, drop-off, and shipping um, as well as the judging and stewarding and they are always looking for more stewards and volunteers. So please check it out. Once again, it's org. My apologies to Andy, Mar, and Eric for sitting on this episode so long. Uh took a long time to edit. And I was having website issues that are now resolved. Plus, my voice sounds a lot better. You'll hear what I mean. I was sick when I did the recording. But I'm extremely grateful to all of them for uh, talking to me about the process. I hope it's something that you're going to look into at awog.nagabrewers.org. I'll talk to you again at the end of the episode. Let's get right into the interviews. So, um, talking to Eric Stelrecht. Eric, do you mind uh, introducing yourself?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric Stelrecht. A uh, member of the Niagara Association of Home Brewers, uh, and currently uh, the head steward for our competition uh, Amber Waves of Grain. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I got into home brewing. Oh, I don't even know how long ago now, but uh, my friend Alex Placido and I were just talking. We're like, "Should make our own beer," and then uh, you know we hooked up with a couple of the guys from Community Beer Works, and they explained that it's a pretty simple process. So. Um yeah and then we just started going at it um pretty regularly um and yeah i would say
0: maybe 6 7 years now and yeah. uh how many how many awogs have you been in total oh man uh,
1: this is, i'm terrible with time yeah this is like a, a very difficult quiz <laughs> but um maybe like since we started like we like our first year brewing we entered beers into awog they were extract beers um but they turned out great and we we ended up meddling um with like an extract pale ale that we made nice. and so then by then we were you know we were obsessed and uh hooked on continuing to meddle uh every year after that and we've been uh, pretty lucky so far
0: well, I've had the apes i p a up at uh New York beer project, and that was great-hmm um,
1: oh yeah, that turned out really that turned out really well
0: and Mar and, and Andy were telling me that you uh that people are, are trying to compete against all the apes beers that keep winning
1: yes they, uh, like last year was the first year where everybody was really really gunning for us you know <laughs> just calling their specifically calling their beers like apes killer ipa and stuff like that so yeah, uh, yeah they uh they beat us uh so like whatever they did worked. But, right
0: they said you guys still came in third though yeah, we did, and we won. We, and we
1: won gold in uh, IPA. It just wasn't Perfect. our normal uh, yeah, right. pale ale category. Yeah, so that's why so we switch it up to keep them on their toes, keep them guessing.
0: Excellent. So, talking about AWAG because these episodes are all coming up to uh, AWOG, What, what in a in a nutshell a overview does a steward do?
1: Uh yes, yeah, steward is it's a fairly simple job. But uh I really think it's the backbone of the entire competition. Um they keep everything moving um for the judges, so that the judges are just allowed to, you know, just sit there and judge the beers. They don't have to worry about any of the other things. Um specifically they they handle all the judges' score sheets and the forms and all that. Um they set up the flights of beers, pour the beers for the judges, decide which order the beers should be, you know, uh, judged in, uh, clean up, uh, set up. So it's a lot of the, um, you know, like the grunt work or just the, just basically anything to, to allow the judges to focus entirely on, um, judging a, a beer. Okay. It's it's very much a necessity in the whole process so that the judges can, you know, move through it quickly. Like right now, I think we're, we give the judges maybe 10, 15 minutes per beer uh, mm-hmm. to do it. So like in that time, uh, the stewards will try the beer along with the judges uh, to, you know, what they think they don't offer their opinion or anything like that, but it is kind of like a, you know, a stepping stone into becoming a judge um, to cases of beers and seeing if you're you know your initial impressions match up with the, you know, the judges that have been doing it for tens of years, so it's it's really interesting uh, that part. But yeah, during that process, while they're judging, you're setting up the next beer, um, you're adding up all the the scores from the previous beer, so they keep things flowing really, um, really well.
0: Excellent. Um, what kind of person are you looking for for a steward? Uh, basically, anybody that's interested
1: in the process or interested in beer or interested in home brewing. yeah um it's every year we need a ton of stewards because they become judges they sit there and they're like this is fun i like doing it but like this is even cooler you know doing it being a judge we've got a bunch of stewards that are happy just doing that myself included yeah um i have no interest in in becoming a judge i I really enjoy the, you know, the lack of stress that goes into being uh, part of the stewards. But, um, yeah, so every year we lose stewards to judges and every year we get new stewards. And, you know, a couple years down the line, they'll take the testing and become judges. So it's a constant flow. So every year we need uh, people interested in beer that want to uh, help out an awesome competition.
0: Excellent. So to get a hold of you. Where Should they send an email or?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. They could uh, send an email to me. Uh, it's uh, EricStelrich at Gmail. Or um, they could just sign up right at the uh, the AWOG website, the long URL. I
0: don't know yeah. if you
1: have the ability to like link it or whatever. Oh, but, yeah, uh, I
0: definitely will.
1: If not, yeah, AWOG, Google, you'll find it.
0: yeah. And especially if you're googling from Buffalo and your your history has some beer stuff in it, it's going to pop up exactly
1: there first thing that pops up for sure. Yeah, but yeah, and yeah, you just register right at the website. Um, there's two uh, two days that we do it, uh, multiple sessions throughout the day. You basically just pick whichever one you're interested in, or all of them. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we feed you. And it's a good time. Excellent.
0: Uh, about how many stewards do you need this year left already? Are we talking oh, five? Um, talking fifty? Yeah,
1: we're talking probably you know twenty, thirty. All right. Um, usually every year we get, um, I, and it's different for every day. Friday is obviously a work day, so Fridays we you know we get less. There's probably about five to ten of us that uh, do it on Fridays. And then Saturday, um, we usually have about 10 to 20 uh, on those days. But, yeah, this year specifically I'm worried because, like, a huge number of stewards, uh, they must have had some judging exams recently. So um, they're doing a lot of judging this year. So if you're uh, interested, we'll we'll put you to work for sure.
0: All right. And do you have to know a lot about beer or is it – No, no, not at all. That's what's great about it. You do, you learn a lot
1: about beer um, while you're doing it. If you know stuff about beer or if you know stuff about homebrewing, it's a great bonus because you do learn, you learn more. Um, But no, and it's nice being able to like uh, just taste the beers, uh, get an idea of different styles because, you know, we judge every single style. So, so yeah, it's, it's a great, learning experience if you know nothing about beer um yeah and if you're interested in beer, so.
0: excellent so then uh i don't know if you want to spoil it uh people certainly won't have time to challenge you do you want to say what you're entering this year
1: oh man um yeah like i'll put it right out there but, like we're going to try to go uh you know with another gold and ipa we haven't brewed it yet. We're, we try to wait as long as possible, yeah. get that as fresh as possible. And, uh, yeah, we've got a, a nice sour uh, that we've had for a while that we're very proud of. Uh, and just yesterday we brewed um, an American Stout. So we got a bunch of uh, beers that we're excited to see. Um, but hopefully our, our, our IPA will um, come out really well again.
0: So, like I said, all of these are trying to drum up support for AWOG and to get more people involved. What would you want to say to somebody on the fence?
1: Yeah, I I would just say, just do it. Like if you're at all on the fence, I think you would, you're, there's nothing that you're going to lose. You're going to come out, even if you do one session, um, sit and help out, um, watch a judging process for, for an hour. Um, I'd be glad to, you know, tell you, uh, how to do it and, and help you through the process. It's very simple, like I said, so it doesn't, um, take much effort, but you do learn a lot. Like I've, I've really enjoyed my time doing it, which is why I'm uh, doing the head stewarding thing for, uh, I think it's like third or fourth year. Um, but yeah, just, it's and the, the people that are there are super nice and super friendly. Um, and yeah, you learn a lot from them too, so it's a great learning process and if you're at all interested in beer, like it's i mean it's free. you put in a little bit of work, maybe you have to clean a couple dishes but uh it's uh it's well worth the time
0: all right. anything else you wanna add?
1: no, I just I appreciate you uh putting the word out like I said it's uh usually it's me you know going around with people saying, "Hey, I' need your help come do this thing uh these days and uh uh, this is hopefully uh, going to make that job a lot easier.
0: So I'm sitting in my uh, basement with with at least one person who's too tall for my basement. Uh, and if you've ever been in my basement, and there's a good chance if you're listening, you have because there's 12 people that listen. Um, <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm here with Mar and Drew uh, Urban to talk about... AWOG to kick off AWOG season. So we wanted to talk today about getting involved with AWOG, about not just submitting your beer, but but about stewarding and about um, volunteering or judging. So would you mind going into your experience on a deeper level, please?
2: Hi, uh, my name is Marlene Urban and uh, I'm a member of the Buffalo Beer Goddess Executive Board and I've been stewarding uh, homebrewing competitions since 2010. I have stewarded in the past a the Amber Waves of Grain competition, the Erie County home, Erie County Fair homebrewing competition, and the Deers Beers and Cheers homebrewing competition. Um, I basically got into stewarding um, partly because I married a man who was studying to become a BG, BJCP sanctioned judge, and he had previously stewarded and had a good experience, and also because I wanted to learn more how beers should taste and. Uh, how bad beer can taste <laughs> and how to avoid those flavors. The job of a steward is basically to help the judges. Uh, while the head judge is the person responsible for all the activities in judging the flight, the steward helps as needed. As you're stewarding, you provide all the materials needed for a judge. Uh, typically, the judging flights consist of two to four judges, and you provide them with staplers. Clean glasses, glasses of water, the beer they need to judge for their flight from the cooler, dump buckets, bottle openers, pencils, and then the various score sheets, cover sheets, and flight sheets.
3: Okay. And you check our math, (laughs) because after about 10 Russian Imperials, our math gets really bad. It's got to be tough, too. Oh, yeah. uh... On that note... (laughs) uh, I'm Arlene's husband Andy. I'm a certified BJCP judge. I've been judging for oh, five years at least, stewarding for another, I think two. Uh, I've done Amber Waves of Grain. I've been uh, I've, uh, judged out in Rochester at the Unihaw competition, Erie County Fair, Beer and Beards competition for two years, and I'm also the uh, I put together the Deers Beers and Cheers uh fundraiser and beer competition mm. and I've helped out a little bit in the background with Amber Waves of Grain when when I have time. Right. When they twist your arm. When they twist they can't my arm, yeah. They offer me food and you know I can't say
0: no. <laughs> so backing it up, what's the first step if you wanted to actually get involved? Is there something I don't want to say below stewarding, but is there something below stewarding
3: just kind of helping run the event? Uh yeah. There's um Several of the organizers have wives and we've even had, uh, uh, legal child labor helping out, nice. uh, <laughs> um, and, and we have a number of uh, number of members of uh, the Salt and Swig, Nah, and a couple of the Beer Goddesses who, um, even stewards, if you don't aren't assigned, that we'll do things from emptying the emptying and cleaning bottles to um, at least the amber waves of grain. We use real glass glasses. Oh, nice! And so we have a we uh, the location that we have has a commercial dishwasher. Uh-huh. So you need to clean them and let them dry and organize them and get cups and make sure food is out and all those things. So there's more than a few tasks just in, in, in the background. If somebody is not quite ready to steward, but is looking to you know help out in the day of, you know, and not only that, there's a whole committee with the Niagara Association of Homebrewers who is the host club for prizes, for putting together banquets, for, you know, helping with just, you know, packing envelopes of all the score sheets. I mean, Amber Waves of Grain generally has over 650 entries. Mm-hmm. And edits, <clears throat> I think three years ago it had 720 something. Yeah. And you can imagine trying to collate, staple together, stuff all of those Score sheets into all of those envelopes and label all of them and organize all of them. There's a huge, huge amount of work that's done. Um, so if if somebody's just interested in helping out, there's a ton of work that does not involve directly handling or tasting beer. Right. Okay.
0: So then the steward would be the runner, basically helping helping the tables. Uh, and not just running back and forth, but but helping the tables run smoothly. How many judges do you have per table?
3: Two or three, generally. Yeah. Um The way we break it up is something like IPAs. We'll have sixty entries in IPAs. Yeah. And it's impossible to judge sixty IPAs. <laughs> right? You know, you're taking three ounce samples. Yeah. Are we allowed to try to try to judge all sixty? <laughs> You can try I can if you, do. you really want to. But <laughs> you know you can imagine taking 60, 30-ounce samples. By the time you hit about 10, yeah. your uh, your palate is destroyed. That makes sense. And the only thing you can taste is hops. And you can't really critically evaluate a beer. So they try to break it up into what we call flights of 8 to 10 beers mm-hmm. and assign those to 2 to 3 judges per, per flight. And the steward is then responsible for you know gathering those 60 beers and then breaking them up into the flights okay. and and making sure that each of the flight is staffed with you know all the all the stuff you need so that the judges don't have to worry too much about anything other than focusing on the beer
2: yeah and you will look at the poll sheet divide things up by the attributes written by the person who submitted the entry, you will check the temperature of the beers. Lagers need to be served more cold, you know, ales, especially stouts, porters, barley wines need to be warmed up a little. Mm-hmm. Stewards are generally not supposed to open the beer for the judges. Some judge, you know, most judges prefer to do that. Okay, um,
3: So the, the judges open the beer at the table. Yeah, the, the idea is um, if you've never seen a competition run or, or entered one, uh, generally you submit Two bottles, two uh, ounce bottles of each mm-hmm. beer. Um, the idea is one is held in reserve just in case you make it to the best of show competition, right? And that they'll pull out a fresh bottle. So, you, so we'll call that bottle B. Bottle A goes to the table, mm-hmm. and uh, that gets—that's what we use for the the initial tasting. Yeah, you know, as as Mar said, some some judges are lazy and they, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they want the steward just to open the beer. I but. want names. Give me names. Uh, <laughs> don't give me names. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. They don't listen to the podcast anyway. But, um, no, I, I personally like to open it, open the bottles myself, just because yeah, I can get hear the, the carbonation and... and yeah, and you, you get a, it's a little quicker into the, to the glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a chance to inspect the bottle for what we affectionately call a ring around the the collar, mm-hmm. uh, which is generally the sign of it's going to be a really bad beer if it yeah. has that ring. So, you know, it, 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 it's up to the judges, but most judges open their own just because it gives them a chance to handle the bottle a little bit.
0: So then if the second bottle doesn't make it into Best to Show, where's the second bottle go? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to give people an incentive
2: to join up. Oh, well, you and, know, uh, <laughs> the fun part is at the end of the second day, of AOA, well, there's a lot of mystery beers to take home. Nice. Yeah,
3: it, it's, it's, you know, number 523 Pale Ale. You know nothing about it except it's number 523. It's a pale ale. Okay. And so generally a lot of us will take home a 12-pack or something like that of of mystery beers. Yeah. And if you're smart, you walk around and you say, hey, what was the second and third place beer of your flight? And then you go grab those. Yeah. It's a good (laughs) idea. And then um, more than a few times, a few people have um, taken the leftover beer to uh, make other beverages with. I I won't go into the... uh, the people or the uh, uh operations involved but it it, it involves um a lots of boiling and things of that nature
2: right <laughs> <laughs> well i mean as far as incentives though <coughs> um, I do have the official BJCP app on my phone, um, yeah. as far as the style guide, and I try to keep that open. And I really appreciate hearing the more experienced judges discuss, you know, how they evaluate each beer in the flight. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're able to listen in on that conversation. You're able to generally, you know, try samples of the beer after, of course, the judges have evaluated the beer. That's definitely one of the bonus uh, bonuses of being a steward. Um, so it's a it's a great learning experience, you know. Whether you're thinking about becoming a judge, where whether you're an experienced brewer or whether you're just starting to get into brewing beer, and I'm not a brewer myself, but I love drinking beer. I love drinking, you know, and I love learning about beer, the industry, and what yeah. it's supposed to taste like and how to pair it with food. So it, I've always enjoyed the learning experience of being a steward.
3: My thing is if you're if you're a brewer and you're not. Stewarding or judging, you're doing yourself a disservice because mm-hmm. um, I was brewing okay beer. You know, I, I'd get a medal or two, and then I started judging, and you know, even stewarding, you listen and you start figuring out, you know, some of the terminology, and you get a chance to read some of the score sheets, and you know, you. Oh, this one has this, you know, this flavor to it. And they're, they're using terms and you kind of start looking up on some of the cheat sheets and you go, oh, and you can ask the question, well, how did you come to that and what would be your solution? Yeah. And a lot of the judges are, are more than happy to say, oh, I came to it because if you smell this, you get these, these three odors and that. And the reason for it is generally one of these two or three things, you know, and, and here's how we'd go about doing it. And, uh, I mean, that's why most people enter competitions. It's not for the medals or the awards. It's for the feedback. For the feedback. Um, But I know when I went through the judging certification course, we actually had to taste every single style, and then we had doctored versions of almost every single style. Mm -hmm. And you had to really know the the process and the science behind it. And so it changed the way you, you think about beer, from just oh hey this is something i like to brew to this is really a chemical and a biological process that has a lot of complication to it and there's conditions that you have to create to to make good beer and you know learning how to kind of match the flavors and the aromas to those steps and the in in the faults that are mm-hmm. I'm the most critical person of my beers now. I mean, Mara will tell you, I, I'll be like, this is crap. And everybody will be like, oh no, this is really good. I'll be like, I screwed this one up. But it's because I'm, I'm now evaluating as a judge going, yeah, yeah, no, this isn't, this isn't, you know, top quality. And, and it changes the way you make beer. Cause also now you're concerned about these four or five things. Yeah, And sometimes it can drive you nuts. Sometimes, you know, It just changes the way you you evaluate your own things and the way you do recipes and the way you do your process. And it's really informative, really informative. Is he insufferable to live with because of it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) She she nodded emphatically. Probably for other reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm just imagining living with myself for doing the same
3: exact thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, it's almost like somebody who's a chef, yeah. you know, or somebody who's an architect. You know, I mean, I have a friend who's an architect, and she'll walk around building and just go, oh, God, why the hell did they choose that? That right. stairwell's crap. And, you know, and you're like, it's a stairwell. It functions. She's like, no, it, it curves weird. <laughs> you know, or like, uh, you know, people who are carpenters, they, you know, they walk into a the house, they just look and they go, that person doesn't to do molding. You what an idiot, you know? Yeah. It's the same type of thing. You I once, feel like we're talking about my house right now. <laughs> No, <laughs> not, not like, at all. I wonder why these are <laughs> popping into your head. <laughs> yeah, but it's that same type of thing where you start learning about it and all of a sudden now you can, you know, you, you're you able to give feedback and even now going to friends' houses and, oh, hey, what do you think about this? You no longer go from, hey, it's good, it's bad, I like it, I don't. It's, what kind of hops did you use? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting a this, this, and this. Maybe try a combination of of this hop versus that hop or this hop and this hop or you know, your yeast must have been doing something funky. And all of a sudden they go, oh, yeah, no, it decided to blow up on me. Yeah, you know, and you're able to kind of pick that out. And you know, I, I think it it raises the level of your brewing and your appreciation of beer. to you know, It's another level, you know. I mean, all the cool kids do it. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the banquet. Uh, the banquet at the end of AWOG is how big of a deal is the banquet?
2: It's usually well, the – se- It's legal now, right? I think so. Finally. It's 21st year? 22nd? Something like that. Yeah. 21st year. 21st, 21st year. year. 21st year. It's yeah, I've legal. Got it up here. Yeah,
3: it's legal. Yeah, it's um
2: Well, it it's it's a it's a great way to get out and meet the community of homebrewers. What I've learned stewarding too is that beer people are good people. It's been a Getting involved in in the homebrewing community and the craft beer community in Western New York has been a wonderful way to make friends and really just just meet people. It's it's not a clicky group. It's it's always a great time. There's always at least six kegs of homebrew. If and then last year at the twentieth, how many commercial uh, brews I, do I we think have?
3: Most of the most of breweries in town, like four or five of them, each brought a commercial. Really, and then I know my six tap six set, tap setup was full, and then there was another I think three jockey boxes that were full. Huh. So you started going through it. We had I want to say pretty close to 15, 6 tools of beer. Wow, and more than a few of them were kicked by the end of the night. Yeah. Um, it's generally around, what, about 100, 120 people at the banquet. Yeah. Um,
2: I look forward to it every year.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. it's fully catered. You know, it's really good food. I think this year it's being held at the UB Center for Tomorrow again. Okay. Uh, that's been the traditional home of it. And depending on availability, they, they've had to bounce around to one or two things. But I think it's the center tomorrow.
2: Yeah. I think we were at Orazio's last year. Or, or No, we were at Banchetti's. Banchetti's last year. Mm-hmm. Um, the food is always phenomenal. I mean, it's always fantastic. And I, know we, I think we we actually modeled our the menu for our wedding after the menu yeah, from a W A banquet one year, so it was that good. Mashed potato bar,
3: that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and they they really they always try to incorporate beer. Like with uh, the center tomorrow, um, you know they did you know beer cheese soup and they did like a, a, a stout braised pork loin stuffed with sausage and all this other stuff It was just absolutely delicious food. And then uh, you know they hand out all the prizes. So, yeah. you know, all the medals, uh, first, second, third, honorable mentions for all the categories. So it can get a little long-winded, but um, it's also fun seeing your friends win and seeing, uh, you know, people you know win, people in your club. And yeah. um, for the past several years, the Sultans of Swig have had a, uh unofficial competition with Tim Collins to see if we could get more medals as a club than him. <laughs> <laughs> When you, yeah, so if you've never been to the AWOG website,
0: check out uh forward slash amber dash waves dash of dash green. Um or just Google Amber Waves of Green, which is what I did, and then go
3: check the past winners if you don't get that joke. Yeah, Tim Collins, he he has in past years raked in fifteen to twenty medals. Yeah. Um, but he is
2: also a very knowledgeable, oh, very fantastic. friendly. Um, and man, past couple who years, is it's, um, excellent about educating, you yeah. know, whether you're a home brewer, whether you're a judge, whether you're a steward. Um.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think first time I met him, I'm like, oh, that's Tim Collins.
3: I've yeah. seen <laughs> his name on those lists. And, and the past couple <laughs> of years, it's been uh, Mark Zambron we've been aiming yeah. for. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he, he's taken over the mantle. Okay. Yeah. So down with Zambron. Down with Zambron. Done with apes. Again, another great guy. Oh, oh yeah. Apes,
2: yeah. Yeah, okay. got to
3: be done with apes. <laughs> um, actually, for, for for like three years straight, um, Alex Placido and Eric Stalric, apes, um, yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were taking first place in pale ales and IPAs. And so, finally, one year, a bunch of the Nah guys all got together, and they brewed an anti-ape IPA. <laughs> like like four different teams, and it was yeah. like "Down with the Apes IPA," "I Hate the Apes IPA." When did this happen? That was, um, I think, about three years ago. And you know, Eric and Alex still took like like third place, <laughs> okay. but everybody uh, in front of them was like "I Hate the Apes IPA," "I Hate the Apes Pale Ale." It was it was funny. But, I mean, those are kind of the <laughs> things that you find at the banquet, people do Oh, doing some
2: of the best things at the banquet are the names of, of people the give
3: their beers. Yeah. Uh, so. And not only that, the... Uh, <laughs> well, the
2: and, and Paul uh, Paul Deister, um, yeah. the, the, you know, the mayor, co-owner of... Um, Niagara Neg- traditions. Yeah. And, and the mayor of Niagara Falls. Well, yeah. yeah, that that too. But he's the master of ceremonies and... Uh, and generally just a very interesting speaker. So it's always fun listening <laughs> to him talk. Last year was was um, actually kind of touching because as the 20th anniversary, um, we brought in Tim Herzog. And yeah. there was there was some history of the homebrewing community in western New York and the founding of a lot of the traditions in the area yeah, cause with the 20th anniversary. Yeah,
3: and Tim founded the Sultans of Swig along yeah. with a number of people. So it was – and he was one of the first um,
2: – fir- Was it the first – AWOG was like in the convention center, center yeah
3: something like that yeah. there and, and and he was one of the people that organized it and it was it was really neat to bring back a lot of the history hmm. but yeah going back to the names if there's really weird names a lot of times he'll uh, uh, Paul Deister will he'll ask the Brewers to come up and explain <laughs> the names yeah so uh, one memorable one that I entered was um, I made a couple beers for my brother's wedding and one of them was uh, Millie's Cockapoo porter, kakapo, uh-huh. kakapo porter. Excuse me. It was a smoked chocolate porter, and so I mean, uh, uh, Paul butchered the name, and he's <laughs> like, he's like, what, what the heck is this? And I'm like, oh well, I made this for my, my brother's wedding, and their dog was named Millie, and she's a cockapoo. and this is a chocolate porter, so it's Millie's kakapo porter. You know, um, unfortunately, she you know, the dog died, so you know, we did this kind of an honor for the <laughs> right. wedding, and everybody kind of looked and said. Uh, what's actually the smoked part of the beer? I'm like, well, no dogs were harmed in the making of this beer. <laughs> you know? So you get a lot of really, really fun names and funny stories. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, if, if you do have a beer that's that won a prize in there, um, they've been doing it so long that, you know, they walk in the Cerdo Brothers or try it or any of the breweries and say, hey, we're doing... The Amber Waves of Grain thing, and they come out with thousands of dollars worth of stuff. They they call up Blickman, they call up yeah. uh, Brees, they call up you name it. And next thing you know, they're getting bags of grain. They're getting small kegerators. They're getting huh. uh, I got a two and a half gallon stainless steel corny keg. Yeah, that I won. I won a beer gun, last, you know, last year. Huh.
2: Yeah, the pizza plant and draft card didn't, didn't The pizza uh, hurt plant draft either. card. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> I mean, the, the, the prizes are fantastic. They have uh, um, door prizes all throughout, great food, great beer, you know, fun stories. And you're, you know, you're watching your friends go up and win prizes. And there's always, you know, kind of that, you know, that one person who is, you know, just came on a lark and, you know, the first time entering and all of a sudden – Hey, you won second prize! Right. Lightning just, strikes. Yeah, and, and there's just the shock on their face, like, oh my god, I won something! <laughs> and it's always great to see those people win. You know? Yeah, and, and you know, not just you know, it's it's fun to see the you know, you know, the people who who do very well, you know, continue to do very well. But it's always fun to see you know the the first time entries kind of just get so excited and just explode out of their seat and you know that, that's I mean it, it really is a great community.
0: Um, what else do you want to say about AWOG? We want to get people registered. We want to get people registered as a judge or a steward. If you are a judge, we probably have all of the judges in Western New York aware of AWOG. Yeah. Right? I can't imagine any, any certified judges in Western New
3: York not aware of AWOG. We pull judges from as far down as Tennessee. Yeah? yeah.
2: Okay. Ohio. Ohio. Yeah.
3: Central um, New York. Canada, Pennsylvania, New York City. There's a lot of the judging community travels quite mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, being part of the BJCP, I get emails all the time of, Hey, there's a regional competition in Rhode Island or Connecticut, you know, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll help defer some travel costs by, you know, paying you so much a day oh, you know, nice. for, for food or gas, or we'll hook you up with somebody who has a spare bedroom for you to stay, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. So the beer community, um, really try to reach us out and everybody's tries to help. And, you know, I mean, that's kind of what I did for, for the Unihawk competition. I was free that weekend and I drove out and they had a fantastic competition at Rock Brewing and catered by Dinosaur Barbecue. And that was nice. it was, uh, you know, for six hours of judging, it was worth every, every cent of, you know, my $3 <laughs> through way tolls, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's pretty well publicized. Uh, they, they always need judges. Because the judging's Friday and Saturday, especially Friday. It's the bulk of the judging. You know, we we go Friday, uh,
0: March 24th
3: this year, uh, three sessions. So it starts at about nine in the morning is when the first first flight kicks off. Everybody's usually there about eight to get Paula's donuts. Nice. I was going to do you have people there on March 24th, like people (coughs) calling in to work and uh, I'm sick. Yes. Yeah. A lot Um, of us. I I usually take time off, at least a half day. At least a half day when I'll come. So we'll do like a a nine to twelve, a one to four, and then a (laughs) uh, six to nine. So we'll do we'll do three shifts. Yeah, and that's a long day if you've been drinking since nine in the morning. Yeah, Um, and then Saturday we'll do. Generally, two shifts. We'll do the the morning one, and then we'll do like a one to three. Best of show was it usually about three thirty, four o'clock, and then it's a race to get over to the uh, um, the dinner because I mean they're printing out all the the paperwork and all the all the lists and all of the, uh, the certificates and everything, and they're literally printing it out, stuffing it all in the envelopes, and then taking off directly to to the dinner from the competition, but Saturday generally is not a problem for judges or stewards. Friday generally is. Yeah. Um, especially the morning. So we're looking for judges,
0: looking for stewards, looking for volunteers. Oh, yeah. Can be found at
3: Mm-hmm. Did
0: I miss anything?
3: No. Um, the, the registration's up on that site. There, yeah. There, there should be a link that says, you know, register for judge, steward, or entries. Uh, you click on that, you create a little profile, and all of the, uh, the signups are on there. It's like a little like, um, yeah. It's almost like a little bubble checklist of I can steward, and these are the times and slots that I can steward. I can judge. I can do all this. Uh, for judging, you do have to be a registered judge or be taking the class to do it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> steward, you don't need to, and you can also do all your entries in there too. Mm-hmm. And as um, part of it is the the system automatically checks whether or not you've entered something in a category it kind of blocks you out from, from judging that. So, okay. So there's some some auto scheduling. So it's supposed to be a a blind judging and they don't want people to be stewarding or judging the the stuff that they brewed. Thank you guys for coming down. Yeah, no, it was fun. Thank you.
0: And once again, thank you to Eric, to Andy and to Mar for taking the time out to talk about stewarding. Hopefully you will look into it at awog.niagabrewers.org. They're always looking for more stewards Thank you for listening. My apologies for not getting an episode out in a couple of weeks. Um, But again, I'm feeling a lot better. I have some episodes recorded and I'm working on them now. So you'll hear those very soon. It was great to see everybody at Urology. If you're out of Urology, it was great to see you. Um, Please, 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 Check out WNYBrews.com. Follow us on Twitter at WNYBrews and on Facebook and YouTube for the Tuesday reviews. It's YouTube.com forward slash WNYBrews. As always, we are going out on the Rearview Ramblers. You can't buy beer with condolences off of their latest EP, Buffalo Americana. So I will see you on episode 40 and thank you for listening. Because you can. not